Straight Talk Uncut. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Tellus. Back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. And this episode is being recorded on July 5th, 2016. And the quote for this episode goes like this. Life is like a camera. Just focus on what's important and capture the good times. Develop from the negatives and if things don't work out, just take another picture. Again, life is like a camera. Just focus on what's important and capture the good times. Develop from the negatives and if things don't work out, just take another shot. And that's by unknown. It's by some anonymous person. Some somebody somebody just dug up a quote and couldn't attribute it to anyone. So but you know, over the weekend, uh Fourth of July weekend, and you know, I did some painting, did some touch-ups, and um couldn't couldn't get around to uh doing the amount of shooting and and you know photography related work that I thought I was gonna do. You know, because it was a three day weekend. So um you know usually on three day weekends or when you have like an extended weekend, uh I, I plan to get a lot more done simply because you know you got you got a little more downtime so you can fill it with getting getting other stuff done. But I didn't necessarily get a chance to do that. But I, I did get some shooting done. Uh, we we took a little trip down to the Penny Arcade, which is like a old vintage arcade down in Manitou Springs, Colorado. I don't know why I call it a Penny Arcade because the shit. I don't think anything there is a penny. It's crazy. You playing these vintage games, but the prices are the same as like, you know, when you go to. Um, you know any other like arcade but it's, it's like the old vintage games but anyway I got a chance to take out um, uh, some of the pointing shoot cameras I have I finished man I've been I have this roll of um, actually I think it came with the camera uh, this the first version it was, it was a first year model uh, Pentex zoom camera it was like the first IQ zoom when Pentex was making those um, IQ zoom point and shoot cameras. It was the first model, like 1987. And um, I got a chance to finish a roll of Kodak Gold. I think it was like Kodak Gold 200. So I'm going to be developing that this week. But I also got a chance to take out, <laughs> I took out, uh, I have a Petri, a Petri, P-E-T-R-I. I bought one of those online and got a chance to shoot with it after getting used to it now this is my that was my first i i i now own two uh range finders but the 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 petri uh one 1. 1.7 is the one that i purchased um and the beginning it, it, it takes some used to it takes some getting used to with the range finder it takes some getting used to and also <laughs> The thing that I, I did, and I'm gonna, I'm working on some projects that I'm gonna talk about my experiences with these cameras, but I'm gonna go ahead 
and say it, say it on this one. Um, it'll benefit you to get a test roll, like either just, just um, you know, just just take one for the team on one of your, your rolls of film, either whatever format you shoot, you have a test roll, whether you make it yourself, whether you mess up a roll, just keep it. So I messed up a whole entire roll a film loading that Petri uh, uh, 1.7 and it's because when I was loading the roll of film I had in my mind that it was going to catch you know what I mean like and, and still maybe I, I did something wrong but I can't test it now because it has film in it but um, I, I was thinking it was going to catch because I have a, a Yashica camera and it catches after you know after you load the roll it catches you know you know what i mean like it stops cocking like the shutter cock stops but on this one i was i was advancing the film thinking waiting for it to catch and wasn't paying attention because i was watching my girls they were playing this game and i was just like whining i was kind of like looking around taking in the scene and it caught and then i thought about it. i was like wait a minute i looked at my daughter and she's like what, what's wrong and i'm like I was looking at her, like, in my mind, you know, that's when everything kind of, like, came into focus. I'm like, I think I just messed up an entire roll of film. And she's like, you know, and, and, and she's, you know, trying to explain, like, old film crabbers. They they still don't get it. I'm, I still try to try to uh, explain to them, you know. I you know, uh, I actually gave one of my point of shoot to my daughter. She, <laughs> my dog got into the, to this rabbit's nest in the back and, destroyed these baby rabbits and um actually before he did it they were trying they were kind of babying one because the mother like was gone and they and they you know i gave her one of my point shoes to go out and take pictures of it and she was just baffled like what where was the picture you know but anyway um so i had inadvertently went through a whole roll of film just just loading it you know what i mean so i was like i was pissed for a minute but I was like, you know, that's why I, I buy, you know, I'm starting out with this cheap Kentmore, this cheap, I think it's Kent, Kentamere, Kentamore, this cheap film that I've been buying for this exact reason. And, and so, um, so I took the, uh, you know, I wind, rewind the, the film back into the case, into the cassette. And I was like, all right, so this is going to be my test roll. Um, and, and I actually made be able to use it but you know i don't want to chance it you know because there's a way you can retrieve the lead on those cassettes and that's what i'm going to do but i'm just going to use it as a, as a test roll i could actually probably you know still wind it back in and shoot it because i never i never exposed it to the light but i definitely um <laughs> i definitely uh took up the whole roll without shooting the shot so so that's that's one thing I learned. I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm glad I learned this on this first one because I was assuming all the all of these cameras kind of load the same way. You know, it's just just for me being so used to digital, me being uh, used to these point and shoot cameras I have. Most of them are like easy load. You just drop the cassette in there and they just load. Uh, it's no you know it's no no big deal. But when you go back further to the 50s, and 60s, and even earlier, these cameras are different. And even the Yashica that I have, I realized that um, 
it 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 rolls when you load the film. It it is one of those kind that goes backwards. You know, it takes up the spool uh, going into the reverse order simply because it has a locking mechanism that that prevents against double double exposure. So that was a learning experience, and uh, you know, I didn't even really get get that upset because that, this that's the whole purpose for you know doing it, for, for going out and. Um, you know, using these cameras and, 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 and just getting a different feel and not just taking for granted the tool. You know, like I do with my, even even with my, um, get my, my Note 5 that I shoot with, simply because I'm, I'm really not that used to shooting with it, I still have to, it takes some thought. But when I pull out my K3, it's, I don't have to think, I don't really have to think, even when I'm shooting in manual, I don't really have to think about it because I, sh I, sh I shoot with it I've shot with it so much, and um, I've you know I've just learned. Uh, I'm still not even 100% with that, but still I'm, I'm more comfortable with that because I just know where everything is. Uh, so I don't, I'm, you know, I'm not fumbling around or you know it's just it's just kind of like intuitive, and that's that that sort of gets boring, you know, because you you take things for granted. And then you have all, all these tools that are available for you, especially now if you want to go back and shoot film and, 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 and just get awesome quality just with a different experience. It, it, it sort of makes everything new again. You know what I mean? So um, that's what this quote reminded me of. When I saw this quote this morning, it reminded me of this weekend or last weekend when, when you know, I was using these cameras and uh, and even even like the ongoing process it's like yeah you know you, you learn from um, the negative thing I mean you develop from them you don't you don't let them harbor you don't let them just keep you down you develop from them and take it uh, you know take it to the next day just take another shot take another picture and that sounds like uh, like you're trivializing like life but it's, it's really not because you know everything is relative but you still can use that same um you you can take that same approach with everything the, the big and small because what if if, if you dwell on negative stuff it, it's not it's not dwelling on it, it's not going to make it better it's not it's not it's just it, it, if anything it's just going to make it worse it's going to just take take you down that dark hole and, and you know and if you don't do anything to to learn from the experience or to grow from whatever the negative thing was even if it's something that didn't happen to you you know what I mean a lot of times stuff don't necessarily happen to you but to get you down like if you watch all this bombing and all this shit man if you if you just dwell on that stuff if you can't do anything about it just just sort of take that and say, man, life is short. You never know what's going to happen. So enjoy it. Just, just enjoy it. Uh, you know, be as safe as you can, but don't let shit like that scare you. I mean, there's, there's people I know that that won't go on the cruise. They won't get on the airplane. They won't travel because of stuff like that. They, you know, they think that um, they're just just scared. They they're frightened. They they are in fear of living life because of this of this stuff these terrible things that's going on in the world you know they, they just let it keep them um 
keep them keep them down, man. Keep them keep them like in fear. Keep them living in a life of fear, and then you know they end up getting old and wondering what what happened. Well, you you live your life in fear, and when you live in your life in fear, it seems like time goes faster. Like the days just go. The days go. When you're not doing anything but living in fear, the days just go. So, all right, what else going on? Um, like I said, I, I got some you know projects coming up, uh, all related to um, just not just just I mean photography and cameras and things like that. It's just the 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 catalyst that I'm using, but it's just stuff I'm I'm learning as I as I experience uh, as I experience you know using these old cameras. You know, it just just with people in general and how how people interact with you when you know when they when they see something they don't recognize just how people react to you you know you can be you you can you can be doing the same thing just holding something different and people react to you totally different um but I also got a chance to see this morning um you know on the treadmill I watched this I watched this uh, documentary, kind of like a little documentary about about this guy named Fritz. Now he's this artist. He's seventy-seven years old, and um, and, and it's one of those stories where you know you've heard it before. Uh, he he went. He was I can't remember where he's initially from, but went to New York to to you know be an artist. Like he he did the. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to New York, and he had the same bright-eyed, lofty dreams that all of us do, all of us have when we're young. You know, uh, no matter how many stories of failed artists you, you hear about, you, you say to yourself, I'm different. I'm different. I'm the exception. No, I'm, they didn't do something right. You know what I mean? Their art wasn't as good as them. So, this guy did that and, and um, you know, it didn't happen for him. And so these, these like, these movie, uh, these independent film filmmakers, I can't remember their name right off, but somehow they, they got introduced to this guy, Fritz, and they wanted to do something for him. They, they wanted to be like a launching pad for him. They wanted to put him in the spotlight, use their skills, use their... Because in, 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 if any, uh, like, in all reality, they're at the same point. You know what I mean? Like, they're the, the amateur film filmmakers, the amateur like documentary makers, and um, they're using their skills to help him, and it's going to benefit benefit both of them because they're making a film and they have a subject that both inspires them and that they want to inspire. You know what I mean? It's kind of like one of those things because you can be inspired by somebody who who's failed quote like in quotes failed as far as not being a major success or whatever you, you can still take inspiration either by learning from what they did wrong or learning from what they learned and having a heads up on the game you know what I mean like 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 having some some inside knowledge that they can that they can give you and that's why a lot of time while a lot I read these documents or I watch these documents and not to find the secret but just to 
just to, to, to get a glimpse, you know, ahead of the game of what they already been to. Because make no mistake about it. If you're over 25, arbitrary number, and you haven't made it, like you 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 haven't done anything significant on a on a like large scale, and if you consider fame as your level of success, and you're over 25 and you haven't you haven't done it yet, you can pretty society at large will consider you a failure pretty much. You know what I mean? So. That's one thing, but it's up to you to define your own success. So you have those two two types of success, and in this documentary, you can see that you can see like all these other artists that they sort of got you know did little cameos to to tell their experience, and it was the, all the same thing. Like none of them, none of these artists said like. And, and, and it's, it's no secret. They all said, like, it's for one thing, to, to, to go, to be, to want to be an artist outside of just a hobby is lunacy. It's, it's crazy. You know, no matter how many, how many people have done it and su succeeded, that's still a, a micro, like, a, a, a just so little that's done it. even even like in in music in in like these these grand uh categories of, of art that you hear even act acting that you hear and see more than visual art it's the, the number is still so small my wife and i we, we try to watch a movie we try to watch a, a a movie at home every weekend you know whether it's red box whether it's something from the library whether it's something on Amazon or Netflix or whatever. And probably nine and a half times out of ten, we see the same actors. <laughs> we see we see the same actors in these movies playing these parts. Like, um there's a there's an actor that I haven't seen. What I can't remember. He played uh oh uh, what's his name? I can't even remember his name. But we saw uh, we saw Black Mass, and he played uh, Whitey Bolger's brother, the senator. So he was in that movie, and then we watched another movie. We watched another movie uh, the day before that, or no, after that. And he was in that movie. And he played, it was a smaller part, but he was in that movie, and he was like... Uh, you know, it was, a, it was a smaller part. It was a big part, but a smaller part. Like a significant part, but it wasn't like a big on-screen time part. You know what I mean? And then and then the next movie that we want to watch, he's in that. And I'm like, wait a minute. I, like, I've never seen this guy. Like, I've never seen him in a movie that I remember. And all of a sudden, back to back, back to back, he's in movies. And the same thing with um, um, Matt Damon. We, we, we watched Invictus. And then right after that, The Martian. I mean, we knew he was in The Martian, but my my, my wife was like, we were watching Invictus. She was like, uh, talking about the blonde guy. I'm like, you don't recognize who that is? She was like, no. I was like, it's Matt Damon. And I remember a long time ago telling her, like, like when I watch movies, like especially when I watch like movies back to back, it's like the same actors. You know, like maybe they have a big part in one movie, then in the next movie, they have a smaller part. 
and it's not even on purpose you know what i mean so that goes to show you how small that that that, that world is when you see like the same actors over and over you go if you go rent 10 movies i guarantee you see three four five same actors in these movies so let alone something as obscure as visual arts and uh and, and it seems like that's what this that's what this uh this fritz guy came to realize shortly after he after he got to new york but here he is now 77 77 years old and these guys, these sort of movie makers, they they sort of uh, inspired him to get back on that man, get back on that horse and 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 come out of it, you know. And like, hey, man, it's not over. You still breathing. You still got life in you. It it's, it can still happen, you know. Be it, it's too late to be that young genius artist. Now you can be that guy. You can be that uh, comeback story. You know what I mean? You can be that. Um, it's never too late story and, and like you know, again man that's I think that's that's where I'm at I'm at that it's never too late part <laughs> you know because I'm my birthday is coming up and uh, I'm about to hit what 42 43 no, 42 I'm about to hit 42 and um, you know I, I knew that a long time ago after I hit like 28 probably when I hit my 30s, I was like, alright. Alright. So, that it didn't happen in that, in the first part of my life. So, you know, <laughs> uh, when I decided to come back to doing creative things, you know, I had a, I had a lot, you know, some, some knowledge that, um, that I wish I would have had before. Just all that naivety, you know, being naive about things is gone. Uh, a more I think I approach it more with um, reality and not just more of just like me just doing what I want to do instead of this what what everybody else everybody else's definition of what success look like you know what I mean as long as I'm doing something and, and especially now that there's a lot more things that you don't need a gatekeeper that you can do with your art, with your creativity that that wasn't available when I first came into it. You know, when I first started doing photography and uh, prints and stuff like that. So, um, and I think that's what got my, my, you know, juices flowing. That's why I'm so motivated because to me, it's like there's nothing on the line. Like, I'm, I'm making my own, you know, I'm at the, I'm at the wheel. There's nothing else that I'm trying to control. You know, when I first started doing photography, I was trying to get into galleries and shit like that, trying to get hung and stuff. I, man, I can care. I could give a shit about that now. You know what I mean? Like, again, I don't even. I don't even like post it like Instagram and stuff like that. So, for, for me, it's not about even just getting work seen. It's it's a whole nother thing. You know, it's, it's like trying to make for for one. You know, trying to make something. Um, that's gonna that's gonna last past me. Something definitive, not just pretty pictures, not just an image. You know what I mean? Not just capturing, but more of uh, uh, the whole picture. Um, like a like a like a whole full story. Like, like everything together. You know, like like a like a uh, a, a whole project. You know. 
and not just like these one-off type images. That matter of fact, in that Fritz, in that Fritz documentary, there was a guy that said something like, um, "If you think about like even even like these great artists, these these great artists that everybody know, they're in everybody's history class, that you know art history class, that in all the books, there are few of them that are known for more than one like powerful image. You know what I mean? So he was like, you you, you know you, you get one image." There's there's not there's not many that are known for that are that are widely known like on on the on a wide scale for for more than one image. And people know people know artists for like one image, one thing. Like even these uh even the the great photographers, you know, they're known for like one major image. So I think that's you know, that's what I'm going for now, like like a a a, a whole um, things that I can cre create myself that um, that are not just about the picture, but a, about an experience that are about like uh, a process or or something that somebody can pick up twenty years from now and take something from, not just something you know somebody can just put on a wall and there's no substance behind it other than. Oh, that's a nice shot. So, all right, that's it. I'm rambling. Um, you got any questions, comments? You want to send me some questions? Tell us at straighttalkuncut.com. Uh, that's that's the best best place to leave them. Uh, check out the pics of the days uh, on uh, straighttalkuncut.com. You can go see all the I post. You know, I've been posting a picture a day. Some new, some old, some out of my old, you know, old like scans and stuff that I dug up. So that's it. Uh, like I always say, I don't know a lot, but what I do know, I talk straight about. This has been Straight Talk Uncut. Thank you guys for listening. Talk to you in the next episode.